0: My name is Leslie Peterson and I help bloggers turn their modest websites into thriving online enterprises with SEO, email marketing, and a little hard love encouragement to always move forward consistently and with a plan. Hey bloggers, let's talk a little bit more about the helpful content update algorithm change that just came out. I had uh, a Mastermind Q and A today with my Insider membership group, and we talked a little bit about this, but I think it warrants its own podcast episode. So I'm going to share with you some of the things that I shared with them earlier this morning, specifically for those people who didn't have a big loss, but had, you know, that like 20% loss, you know, 25% loss. Those are the people who I really want to talk to today. Now, certainly there were some people who took some big hits, and what I can tell. Again, just by looking at people who were complaining about that and then taking a look at their site or looking at SEM Rush, which is not always a perfect indicator um, of what happened, but I can usually see that these people who took the biggest hits really had a lot of sponsored posts probably in exchange for money because from backlinking, so not offering a lot of value in those posts or the post they have really regurgitating content that's can be found out there elsewhere so not original content but there's also some people who just took some smaller losses and they're not taking you know sponsor posts for backlink money they're they're they are showcasing original content but they still took a loss and and that's again really who I want to talk to today I think that um, the people who took a loss like that, really the, the losses really fall into two categories. One of them, we can do something about, and that's what the bulk of this episode will be about. But there's also the case where we, um, we can't do a lot about, about it. And I just want to touch on that real quick. And that has to do with keyword intention changing. Google's gotten really a lot better at understanding the intention behind a keyword give you an example uh, our date nights in atlanta post um, if you look at sem rush it looks like it lost a lot of traffic and um, it did go from like 8000 keywords ranking on 8000 keywords to ranking on just like 2000 keywords um, so it looks looks like it was murdered <laughs> but um but the truth was when we evaluated the keywords it used to work on uh, rank on versus the keywords it's ranking on now, those keywords were not good fits. I mean, we were ranking on date nights in LA for an Atlanta date night post. That makes no sense whatsoever. So and we didn't see a loss in traffic, the same level that we saw a loss in the number of keywords it's ranking for. And that probably has to do with the fact that nobody in LA was clicking on a post about date nights in Atlanta. Um, but also, I mean, we lost, we were waiting for date night ideas. We lost that. And uh, because that keyword intention changed to really talk to, to really be mm, content about date nights that were just general, like you can go to the beach, you could go to an amusement park, you could go out for dinner. They weren't really specific about the exact restaurant in Atlanta that you should go to or the exact comedy, comedy club you should go to. So it didn't, makes sense for us to win on that term anymore. It was wonderful when we did, because anybody in Atlanta who searched just date night ideas would see our post and would click through. So we kind of lost some of that traffic. Um, but I mean, I can't, there's nothing I can do about a keyword intention changing. I'm not going to write about date nights in LA for my Atlanta blog. I'm probably not going to write date night ideas posts because it's, I have a really niche site and that's where I want to stay. That's where my expertise lies. Um, So I can't, you know, I can't do anything about that. So we lost a little bit of traffic on that post, you know, but the people that we're getting there are the right people and that's the best I can hope for. So that's one way that people are losing traffic, but that's not the primary way that I've seen in the posts, in in the, the sites that I've been evaluating and the other SEO experts out there that I've been listening to. Usually people are losing 20 to 30% of content because their content is just pretty good. And it might even be, yeah, not, not, oh, it's pretty good, but yeah, it's, it's pretty good. The thing is that pretty good was okay for so many years, especially if you had a high DA or you had a lot of topic experience, but Google has, improved the ways of finding good, better, amazing content now even if it's a new blogger who hasn't been around long and doesn't have a big DA and so pretty good content no longer works and i know it's hard to hear it's like a it's like a punch in the gut Ugh. are you saying my content stinks no i'm not saying your content stinks i'm saying somebody else's content is a little bit better. And I have seen in the Facebook groups and in you know just chatter on the internet people are saying, well, my, you know, the person who's ranking above me now is horrible. My content is a lot better. And so the truth is, you know, it might be it might be that your content is better and Google messed up because they're still trying to figure this out. But But the more likely scenario is that the way that you define better content and the way that Google defines better content is just different. So it could very well be that your photos are better, your storytelling is better, your writing style is better, but those aren't the criteria necessarily that Google is is evaluating you on. So you have to be willing to change how you measure better content, epic content, ranking worthy content, if you want to rank. And the measuring stick has been identified for us. It's in the Google documentation. I'll make sure to link to that in the show notes if you haven't seen it already. Right now, it's... mm, It's a little obscure, (laughs) but it's just like every time there's a major change, it's becoming more and more clear as we see who is impacted negatively, who is impacted positively. Um, I've begun to implement some of the changes as their focus um, changes from one area to another area. I've made some of those changes. I've seen positive changes. Um. By following these, um, these directives, but you know it's, it, it will take a little bit of time to really understand which ones are more important and how, for example, we know we need to showcase original content and experience. But we're still learning the best way. Even if we, as a travel blogger, even if I go to the location and experience it firsthand, even if I live in that city and experience it all the time, how do I communicate value to my reader and let Google know I'm an expert? So we're still learning all that. I told a friend of mine recently that it's much like the court system, you know, the legislature passes a law and we read the law, but it's really the court system that interprets that law by way of who they send to jail and who they don't. And that's really what's happening now. So Google's sent down these directives and they're like, here's the law. And then we we don't know um, how they're interpreting that law, who they're sending to jail and who they're not sending to jail, based until we look at who declines and who increases. And then we all have to figure out um, what, you know, if we're just looking at something like SEM rush, is that accurate? Uh, are they dropping because of seasonality or are they dropping because of keyword intention? Like our, my SEM rush score looks like, um, like we got, we fell much more than we actually did. And that was really just centered around, um, those, uh, keyword intentions. So if you see somebody falling, in SEM Rush, don't make the assumption that their traffic's actually falling that much. Do not make that assumption. Um, But, you know, again, if you're in Facebook groups, I mean, you know, if you're in uh, Facebook groups for your ad network or in masterminds or that sort of thing, then you can see and hear people who are panicking and people who are excited. And that's a good way to go and look at those people's blogs and not to, not at all to, rub something in their face or to anything like that. Would, I do not mean that at all. What I mean is when you know who's won and you know who's lost, then the best thing to do is look at those Google guidelines that I talked about before that are linked below and understand how those are implemented in each one of those Um instances the person who was rising and the person who was falling because that gives you a clear picture a clear interpretation of that um, of that guideline of that that new legislation so um, anyway I that's what I want to say is that number one pretty good content doesn't cut the mustard anymore you've got to have the best article on the internet if you want that space, that coveted space. You've got to do it. And that for a lot of us uh, is going to mean evaluating each and every post with a fine tooth comb. And second of all, I know it's so hard to say Google messed up. My content is better. And I'm not saying your content is not better. I am saying that you got to swallow the pride. You got to stop the complaining And you got to start focusing on how to make the changes. And Google's measure stick for what is better is going to be different than yours. And you've got to learn what that measure stick is and how to adjust your content for that measure stick. So those are the big takeaways that I want for you. Change your definition of better to match Google's. And get better at writing content that is just Epic, that that when people read it, they're like, "Holy crap!" I don't even need to go anywhere else. This is this answered all my questions. Um, and you've got to do it crazy. You got to do it succinctly and well because people like to skim. But um, and that's the hard part. That's the hard part of figuring out how to give it in uh in the the right way, the right format. In the right manner at the right time, um, but but giving as much as people need um, to help them solve their problem. So, if you want a little bit of help with this, I am hosting a free live workshop on October third and October fourth. So, you might have heard about it at the beginning of this episode, uh, but it is five. Um, content refresh fumbles. These are uh, mistakes that people make when they're trying to update their content. Whether they're trying to update it because of content decay, that's just because your post has been around for a long time. It needs to be updated regularly. We can't overlook that. (laughs) Um, Or if you are trying to figure out how to update your content for the helpful content update, like how to interpret those rules. So I'm going to be talking about five of those in this workshop. There are two options, one on October 3rd, one on October 4th. They are both live. They're both free. They're both the same. You just get to pick which one you want to come to. And I'm going to give the spiel twice. There is a link to that in the show notes. I hope that you will show up because, um, I've really been learning so much, doing so much research, so much evaluation, other people's content, my own content, talking to experts, um, testing trying seeing results not seeing results and I've synthesized this for you. I mean there's a there's a lot of components to that measuring stick, but I've synthesized what I think are the five most common errors that I see people making and that's what I want to share with you. No cost, it's free, it's live. I promise it will be worth your time. So sign up in the link below and I hope to see you there. Hey, real quick, this is Leslie just dropping in to remind you that I have several free resources on my blog right now that I'd love you to get your hands on. Just head over to lesliepeterson.com. The link is in the show notes below and grab my free blog post update checklist. Or if you're on a journey to fire up your blog's email newsletter, grab my free list of 52 newsletter connection prompts. With both of those, I'll include a video about how to use them to build a solid relationship with your subscribers or work towards doubling your traffic with updates. Grab both of those at lesliepetersen.com.